0: Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Beam. And thank you for joining us, as always. Well, cue the violins. Give me a little cheese with my wine. I'm going to vent here for just a moment. couple tough losses for us. Heartbreak Hotel for me with North Dakota State. I was at the Summit League Games on Monday. I went into Tuesday really feeling North Dakota State had a very good chance to beat South Dakota State. The best player for the Bison, he shot only one of nine on the night. Yet with three minutes to go, the Bison had a one-point lead. South Dakota State made some key shots, got the lead, started to pull away. North Dakota State had a couple opportunities in the closing seconds to make it interesting. They missed the shots. They end up fouling with .3 seconds to go. Of course, South Dakota State makes both free throws, and our plus five and a half loses by a half a point. Tough loss there. Then, in the Colonial Championship, Wilmington. I thought they had some opportunities to get just a little separation over Delaware. It didn't happen. They end up losing the lead for good with about a minute to go. Our plus two was alive all the way until the end. It finishes at four. We lose that ticket. We think we're gonna have a day where we just lose the juice. UC Davis is still out there pending. We'll post the official results in the show notes. Once it goes final, but let's get to our card for Wednesday. We have 10 games on the docket and the first one. Well, we don't agree with the computer models. That's for sure. We're going to play Washington minus the one over Utah in the Pac-12. So Washington finished 11 and nine in conference. Utah only four and 16. The Huskies won both meetings during the regular season. Washington has won three of four. And coach Hopkins really likes what he's seeing with the defense entering the tournament. Utah, meanwhile, they've lost three straight. It's good teams, I get it. Recent form, though, says Washington should be favored by six. I can't pass up laying just one. I'm gonna take the bait. I'm on Washington minus the one over Utah. Next up, we go to the ACC. It is Syracuse plus the one and a half over Florida State. So Florida State has won three straight. Syracuse has lost four straight. Florida State won at Syracuse by five. Syracuse won at Florida State by three. I have one stat for you. Syracuse is currently 15 and 16. The last losing season for this program came in 1968-69. With Duke waiting in the wings, I don't like the odds of winning back-to-back games, but today I do think Jimmy beheim's boys pulled this one out. I'm going to take the cues plus the one and a half over Florida State. Next up, we stay in the ACC. It is Virginia to be determined over Louisville. So I'm expecting this line to be around seven. A little confused where it'll be. Virginia finished the regular season with a nice 10-point win at Louisville. Plus, they also beat them at home this year by 12. They seem to match up well against the Cardinals. Louisville looked good against Georgia Tech, especially in that first half where they had big-time separation. But I think UVA will be a little too much tonight. So I'm going to lay the number with the Cavaliers over the Cardinals at a to-be-determined number. Next up, we stay in the ACC. It is Wake Forest to be determined over Boston College. So I expect this line to be around 10, give or take a point. And I like it. Wake beat Boston College by 30 at home in their only meeting this year. Wake won their final two games of the regular season by 22 and 25 most people have them on the bubble entering this contest i'll lay the points with the demon deacons over the eagles to be determined next up we go to the big 10 we have lines in the big 10 how about that it is nebraska plus four and a half over northwestern so call me crazy i can't believe i'm doing this i'm going to take the corn huskers after three straight wins on the road including back-to-back wins over ranked teams. I wish I could explain how they go from 1-16 in in the conference to that, but I can't. Northwestern won both meetings during the regular season, but this is a new and improved Nebraska. I'm going to take the Huskers plus the 4.5 over the Wildcats of Northwestern. Next up, we stay in the Big Ten. It is Penn State minus the 3.5 over Minnesota. So the Nittany Lions split with the Golden Gophers during the regular season with both teams winning at home. Penn State lost their final three, including a one-point loss at Rutgers and a five-point loss at Illinois. Minnesota lost their final four games of the regular season to finish tied for last place at four and 16 in the Big Ten. Minnesota will make a late run to make it interesting. That's what they tend to do. But I think Penn State, is still about six to eight points better at this point in the year. I'll take the Nittany Lions minus the three and a half over the Golden Gophers. Next up, we go to the Atlantic 10. It is St. Joseph's minus the two and a half over LaSalle. So a Philadelphia big five battle in this one. Both teams finished 5 and 13 in the 8-10 this year. Two of the wins for LaSalle came over Saint Joe's. St. Joe's ended a seven-game losing streak to end the season with a 10-point win over Rhode Island. In a battle of evenly matched teams in the same city, I'll take the one that is 0-2 over the other. I'll take the Hawks of St. Joe's, minus the 2.5 over LaSalle. Next up, we go to the Mountain West. It is New Mexico, plus the 5 over Nevada. So both Richard Patino and Steve Alford have had a difficult season, with just 11 conference wins between the two of them, this season. Nevada won the lone meeting by nine, but limp into the tournament, losing four straight. New Mexico actually won two of their final three games, including a nice win over UNLV. House and Mashburn are starting to click for the Lobos. I think they make this one interesting, so I'll take New Mexico plus the five over Nevada. Next up, we go to the big sky. It is Portland State minus the four and a half over Idaho State. So Portland State won eight of their final 11 games in conference, and they swept Idaho State during the regular season, but they needed overtime at home to win by four just a couple weeks ago. I'm banking on the Vikings to get just a little more separation today, so I'll take Portland State minus the four and a half over Idaho State. Then your final game of the card is Idaho plus the two over Sacramento State. So the team split during the regular season, Idaho won by one at home, Sacramento State won by 32 at home. Idaho is a little confusing. They're 9-21 and this year, but they beat South Dakota State, who just won 30 games in the Summit League, and they rattled off three straight wins this year over Weber State, Montana, and Eastern Washington, all top half teams in the conference. Meanwhile, Sacramento State, they've actually won four of five, to end the season and they're playing their best basketball of the year. Not sure why, but I'm gonna take the Vandals Idaho plus the two over Sacramento State. So let's recap your card for a Wednesday. It is Washington minus the one over Utah in the ACC. We like Syracuse plus the one and a half over Florida State. We like Virginia to be determined over Louisville. We like White Forest to be determined over Boston College. We're on Nebraska, plus the four and a half over Northwestern. We're on Penn State, minus the three and a half over Minnesota. In the Atlantic 10, we like St. Joe's, minus the two and a half over LaSalle. In the Mountain West, we're on New Mexico, plus the five over Nevada. In the Big Sky, we like Portland State, minus the four and a half over Idaho State. Also in the Big Sky, we're on Idaho, plus the two over Sacramento State. So that's your card for a Wednesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.